0: I'm Jerry Agar in for John Moore again this morning. We're hoping he'll be better by Monday, but uh, it is what it is at the moment. He's really struggling with his voice. Mark Toohey will come in and fill in for me from 9 until noon. Let me take you back um, a few months, a little over a year ago, I guess, um, when longtime little Portugal residents, Fatima and Vladimir Avia, died around uh, a very dangerous intersection. This is Parkside Drive and Spring Road, when their car was involved in a five-vehicle collision, October 12th. Twenty Twenty One, the Avias who've been married for forty years were on their way to pick up a prescription when the crash happened around four thirty in the afternoon. Now I'm bringing this up again because a uh, um, speed camera was installed in the area, and that speed camera has recorded the highest number of tickets. Since they, you know, releasing the new statistics, this is of great concern to many residents of the area, one of whom is Faraz Golizada. He is the co founder of Safe Parkside, and he joins me now. Faraz, good morning.
1: Good morning, Jerry. Thank you for having me on.
0: Okay. By the way, there's a photo of you in a newspaper article standing next to the camera, and somebody has spray painted on the camera tax. Some people think that those cameras are nothing more than a revenue source for the city. How do you react to
1: that? Um, well, I would say they're only there because the law is not being abided. And if you don't want to give them your money, it's it's pretty simple. You just obey the speed limit and you can keep it in your pocket, in your wallet.
0: Seems like kind of a duh factor to me because uh, I'm in agreement with you there. For us, tell us what the intersection, what that street is like. Is it a two lane, a four lane? What goes on there?
1: It's a four-lane street. It's uh, wide lanes, very straight, uh, very few interruptions. It's designed more like a highway than it is a residential road, when in fact you have exclusively residential homes on one side, and on the other side you have High Park, the city's biggest and busiest park, which sees about one and a half million visitors annually. So it's not a good mix when you have high-speed cars high-speed drivers and then you have schools that have to cross the street access the park you have families and people who are have to cross this street in order to get into this park and it just um is a divide between the neighborhood and this beautiful park and between the city and this beautiful park because it's not just a neighborhood park it's a city park and there needs to be more protections on the street because right now the only um the, the only priority is on moving vehicles quickly, and there's no thought about safety.
0: What's the speed limit?
1: The speed limit was 50 before. It's been dropped to 40 now after what happened last year. Um, and it's it's simply not working because when... There's been studies that show people base their speed on how the road is designed, on not on how you, what a sign tells them. So when you design... Design a road the way they have Parkside, where it promotes fast driving, where you have the wide lanes, straight lanes, you're going to get these high speeds. And the speed camera numbers bear that out. 16,742 tickets in half a year is, you know, an eye popping number. And it shouldn't be happening anywhere in the city.
0: I'm talking to Faraz Golizada, and he is the co founder of Safe Parkside. I'm going to play devil's advocate with you a little bit here, Faraz, okay? Yes, and it's because I re- people have heard me regularly complain on my show about a street in my neighborhood and a Renforth, and I think the speed limit is too low. Uh, one of the times that they put out these statistics, the number one location for speeding tickets was that particular street. I think the speed limit is too sl- too low. Now it's not quite as tight as it looks um, in terms of how close the houses are and everything in y- in your neighborhood. It's quite wide. It's four lanes, then there's, uh, there's grass, then there's a sidewalk, then there's grass, then there's uh, some schools and some houses and things like that. And, and I think that, uh, that um, a lot of speeding tickets be, could be an indication of two things. People are being totally irresponsible or the speed limit's not reasonable for the
1: street. Um, Or it could be the third thing, where the the street is designed poorly, um, which I can't comment on Remforth, but I know on Parkside, um, the sidewalk here, there's only the one sidewalk. It doesn't meet the city's minimum width. And when you mix high speeds with safety standards that don't meet minimum standards, then you get some really bad results. And that's what we're trying to avoid here. I never think that safety, extra safety, is a bad thing. I've spoken to the families that have lost loved ones in such a preventable way. And um, having drivers get to their destination a couple minutes later than they normally would in order for someone else to get to their destination um, is not a bad thing. Um, These families are carrying around the pain and anguish of losing a loved one for the rest of their lives. So if we can prevent that then i'm all
0: for it okay so the speed limit went down tickets went up did your goal uh, was your goal achieved though did uh, did accidents and especially injuries and death go down
1: um well the injuries and deaths aren't happening on a weekly basis so we have to give it more time um but the results show that not enough has been done um it shows that the mix of speeding and you know pedestrian use which is going to be high because of the park um is still there so you have everything that was present before last year's tragedy is still present today and the city seems content our councilor Gord perk seems content to just keep rolling the dice and hope last year's events don't happen again and this is after three lives have been lost in recent years so it seems it seems bizarre to me that we're gonna go down this route again.
0: Faraz Golazati is the co-founder of Safe Parkside. So you've set yourself up Faraz as a little bit of a community activist, which is fine. I'm not saying that as a as an insult. That's what you're doing. Your counselor is Gord Perks. We tried to get him to come on this show and talk about this issue and uh, we haven't heard back from him. Does he interact with you?
1: Um very briefly um it's been it's been very difficult dealing with him so uh, I'm glad that the press is involved now to help spread the word. Because Why?
0: why do you think it's easy for us to deal with them?
1: Uh, no, it just helps to get the message out there, because uh, before last year's tragedy, uh, everything was falling on deaf ears. And now at least we have you guys willing to talk to us and willing to share our story. And it's not just a, a Parkside issue. It's a citywide issue, um, Vision Zero was introduced like six seven years ago, and we're so far away from meeting our goal that, you know, that the time for action is now. We need to start making some tangible progress and start getting those numbers down and start prioritizing, you know, the safety of pedestrians and cyclists and other people. Like we need to share the road with everybody. And have you tried to?
0: Have you tried talking to the mayor?
1: Um, we have spoken to him. We're. You know, we get you get the you know, he tells us we need to speak to our counselor, a counselor tells us we need to speak to the mayor. It's it's just like a whole circle. No one seems to want to do anything. So you know, the, the press seems to be the only one that wants to, to talk to us, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's it's interesting that, you know, uh, that we and you would be struggling talking to Gord Perks about this particular thing because Gord Perks seems to be one of those counselors who wants to live in a village, by which I mean, we should all be able to walk somewhere. We should, you know, the streets should be for uh, for pedestrians and bicycle riders, and then he's not cooperating with you on an issue
1: of traffic safety, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's the image, that's the image he puts out there. But in reality, when you try to get him to do that stuff, it's you know, he just won't budge. He has no interest in in making the necessary changes to the street in order to prevent more tragedy. And you know, it's it's like like I said, it's a street that families live on. It's a street that is bordered by High Park. It's a street that has a school on it. And it's still not enough to to change the street in order to make it safe.
0: Faraz Golizada is the co-founder of Safe Parkside. I appreciate your time this morning, Faraz. Thanks very much.